Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Portions of the show may be previously recorded. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, we're going to hit the mailbag. And I have to say, I've not had such a negative mailbag in a while. And uh, that's the way life is. And if you don't look at both sides of every issue, then you're not honestly looking deeply into the facts. And so today I'm going to bring up some stuff here, especially this first email is a very negative email. Um, but still, there's a lot to be learned from it. Right. And that's why I'm going to bring it up. I think it's important that we cover this. So uh, the article states, um, Mr. Wamsley, I listened to a show you did recently where you spoke about being sympathetic to people being invested in leads deals that were hurting or losing money because they were invested in arm adjustable rate mortgage loans i want you to know that i'm a big fan of yours and what you have always talked about uh, resonated with me it led me to join lifestyles and preferred membership group i personally emailed you when i first joined and you advised me to spread my money out so I did. Now, let's think about this. This guy contacts me and says, look, you know, what should I invest in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? How much should I put in each deal? You know, just that kind of conversation. I said, look, you go out there and you pick the deals that make the most sense for yourself and for your family. Take all the education, understand what these different deals mean, and then pick the ones that you also have consultants. You can ask for more specific information and details. But most of all, don't put all your money into one deal. Why is that? Because when you own your own real estate deal, 
like I'm about ready to buy a very large one right now. It's going to be a very high percentage of my uh, liquid cash to buy this thing. The reason I can take that risk is because I'm going to have total control of the property, which means my money's at risk, but I have the ability to effect there being a solution to whatever problem I may run into. On the other hand, if you're buying into passive deals, you're going to be a passive in somebody else's deal. You really have no way to affect a change on what happens. So you have to entrust that your life savings, whatever small portion of it or large portion of it you're putting into somebody's deal is at risk and is entrusted to that individual, right? So this gentleman goes on and says in this email, quite long email, basically he invested in a bunch of deals that had these adjustable rate mortgages and um, they're not doing well. And so he comes back and he says, why? Let's see if I can find the exact wording. My first question to you is, if you knew it was such a bad idea to go into these deals with the adjustable rate mortgages and a cap on top of them, uh, then why didn't you make the white paper, make it a white paper item? Okay, so there's a lot to unpack there. The first thing is, these adjustable rate mortgages um, came about and started to become prevalent. They've always been there and will always be there. But they came about and started to be prevalent because the the prices on the deals were getting too high. And I've told this to you on the radio for the last three years, uh, the expo and every live seminar chance I got, I was telling people, hey, you got to watch out. The prices are getting too high and they're just arranging functional financing to be able to create suicide is what they were doing. And so these adjustable rate mortgages were the way you could afford to buy properties at these new higher price deals. And the interest rates were very, very low on these things. However, the banks were smart enough to see that this is going to be a problem in the future and or at least thought it might be because they forced people to buy what is known as a cap. And an interest rate cap says, okay, I'm going to take this adjustable rate mortgage at two and a half. Knowing full well if interest rates go up, it might adjust to two and three quarters or three, might adjust to three and a half. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a cap that says it can't adjust past five. So I'm in at two and a half. It's not going to go any further than double to five. And some people bought caps because as the interest rates started to go up, the caps started to go up and they bought them at six and they bought them at six and a half and seven and so forth. But these caps became very expensive just as soon as the bank saw that they were going to have to use them. Right. So the cap deal became a problem in two or three different ways, which I'm going to cover before we get off of this, because this is a very, very complex question that he's asking a very very complex situation that these people are in. And so what he wants to know is if I'm out here telling people, look, these arms are a potential problem that I see coming in the future. I've said it for the last three years. In fact, at the last year's expo, I played a 10 minute piece of me live at different events saying the exact same thing that these adjustable rate mortgages are going to wipe people out. 
And I had them make that video so people would wake up. It's kind of like the, the hardest slap in the face I could give to you. That so look, I've been telling you now for three years this stuff is going to be dangerous. And now it's starting to wipe people out. Please listen to me. Don't do this anymore. Right? So his question is, why didn't we put it in the white paper? Now, for those of you who are listening who don't know what the white paper is, the white paper is a set of rules and regulations and suggested practices. Some of them are rules and some of them are suggested practices that the members that have gone through our lead training program have agreed to follow, right, have agreed to follow as a Lifestyles member to put as much protection as possible into each of these deals. In other words, if you operate your property correctly and you set your deal up correctly, the odds of being successful are very high. So this guy asked a legitimate question. Why didn't I say you can't do it and just say no to everybody? Well, there's where you get into the reality of the world. Like I said, the white paper is a set of rules and practices that everybody agrees to. At that time, none of our leads agreed to it. In fact, well, I'd say none. I'd say maybe 80% of the leads said, no, we don't want to give up interest, low interest rate loans. Are you crazy, Dell? We can get in at two and a half percent, two and three quarters percent. Why would we give up that opportunity? Right? Why would we pay and go get a fixed rate loan, which, by the way, would make there be almost no cash flow to the deal because the price is so high. If you had to pay principal and interest and not just interest only like these guys were paying uh, and the interest was high, you would not cash flow. So these guys were buying these apartment deals with no int- with interest only loans, which meant there was no principal being paid at some point, you know the devil was going to come due and they were going to have to start paying the principal. They were doing it on adjustable rate mortgages, which meant you were using interest rates that were below market interest rates. In other words, they weren't real. They were below market interest rates, um, which many people are use, believe that these are like leader-type deals. The loss leaders will get you into the loan knowing the interest rates are going to go up and it's going to end up spanking you somewhere down the line. And so people didn't want it to not do this. There was no real call to not use low interest rates. So he asked, why don't I put it in the white paper? Because if I put it in the white paper, 80% of the people in our group would have left. They'd say, well, we're quitting then. We're just going to leave the group. There'd be nobody in the group. And a group is no good without nobody. And nobody would have stayed if I would have said you can't use low interest rate loans. Because low interest rate loans is what made these deals work. And without the low interest rate loan, the deals wouldn't work. So there you have it. Now these guys are upside down in these deals. And when we come back, we're going to go into more depth of what's really going on and how they got to get out of these things. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Got questions? Email Dell at askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. That's askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. More life-changing wisdom when Dell returns in moments. What does Dell Walmsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, think you need to succeed in this market? It's time to buy, and so you better get prepared, you better get educated, you better get your money right. You need to get involved because you're going to need the financing. You're going to need the vendors that we have available to us. You're just going to need the interaction with people. You need to immerse yourself into real estate. Start your real estate immersion with the free workshop live online at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Your challenge is that you don't believe you can be rich, is that you don't believe you can retire within five years. That's half of your challenge. And until you can come up with that belief system, until you can reconcile that in your mind, you won't be willing to take the steps necessary to get there. So you need to get in here and meet some people. Join us for the next free workshop and meet the people at Lifestyles Unlimited that will share Dell Wamsley's belief system and empower you to take the steps you need to be successful. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. I was at a seminar one time and a guy was sitting up there and he was saying, what you really need is you need the young, aggressive entrepreneur people to go out there and take that money and invest it with them. I walked up to the front of the stage and I said, hey, I'm that guy you're talking about that should be mentoring these people on how to do this. The guy goes, sir, we don't allow solicitation. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm here to tell you I'm exactly the guy you were telling them to look for. And I'm willing to help them for nothing. And the guy goes, if you don't stop soliciting, I'm going to have to have security come and get you. And I said, I can see you're a scam. I'll just leave. Everything I said had gone through the intercom. So I walked out of the seminar room and 200 people followed me. And that's how Lifestyles are started. Are you ready to get up and follow Dell? Join us today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. 
Retiring America, one person at a time. This is the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Now, more unconventional wisdom from your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're in the mailbag, and we're stuck on an email here that is going to take a lot of explanation. And it's a, a gentleman asking, why didn't we outlaw adjustable rate mortgages on the white paper? And uh, the point we're making here is that everybody wanted them. And you can't outlaw something that 80% of the people want. Uh, it just won't happen. There won't be any people to keep in the law. In other words, if everybody in this country decides that, uh, you know, pedophilia next week is legal, it's going to be legal. And you're going to say, why don't you just outlaw pedophilia? Well, you can, but if nobody's going to abide by the law, and that's exactly what happens with all these things, is that the the crowd rules. So in this particular case, what happened? What happened was, is that although I was screaming, don't do these types of loans, there's, you know, potential these interest rates going up and making your payments go out of touch. There were people that were way more experienced than I was that had massive portfolios. I mean, these are like CEOs of REITs and giant funds that were arguing the point to everybody that historically it's been better to use adjustable rate mortgages than regular fixed rate mortgages. Now, for 33 years, I've only used fixed rate mortgages, and I've only taught to use fixed rate mortgages. Um, my, my problem was always with the interest rates going up and your payments going up, which could be a real problem for you. But these guys went out there and proved out this point, this argument. In fact, there was one guy that was the CEO of this ungodly amount of real estate. I can't remember exactly what it was, and I don't even remember the guy's name, but I remember how impressed I was when he came up with this articulate argument with graphs and charts, the whole bit to prove this point that over the last 50 years, if you would have been in adjustable rate mortgages compared to being in, at the same time, fixed rate mortgages, you would have had an average of 2% interest or something crazy like that, like two percentage points less interest paid on average over the last 50 years. Now, how do you argue that point with someone's got graphs and charts and saying, look, he said that what he's done is he's used adjustable rate mortgages forever, but he always buys these caps. And so it becomes an arbitrage. It becomes something that you're smart enough to figure out. But if I buy a cap of only 2% points over where I'm at, and the average of everything that ever happens is 2% higher than what I get if I go with adjustable rate, then I'm really, think about it, logically safe that if I, if let's say the average for 50 years has been 5% and I'm in at 3%, even if it moves back up to 5, I'm back to where the average was. Now, that's some really strong logic to fight against. And I didn't have the intellectual capacity nor the facts the graphs and the charts to fight against it because that wasn't even the argument that ended up wiping people out with these adjustable rate mortgages. So what really was the problem? Because if you look at that guy's situation or his argument, I'm sorry, his argument, he would say that I was an idiot for not using adjustable rate mortgages. He actually came across and I had members contact me and say, Dell, 
do you understand what this guy is saying? You look like an idiot saying all this stuff. I said, well, I understand I look like an idiot, but I will be a safe idiot when all this stuff falls apart, and I just won't do it. So being that I wouldn't consult people to go into these deals, I never really read one of them to find out what the hidden problem really was. And I would suggest to you that all the very, very smart people I know, people smarter than myself in many cases, all across this industry, no one really read the fine print. And here, my friends, is where the real problem came in. People were buying these loans on three to five year terms that adjusted and they had maybe one, three or five years of interest only. And then they would amortize back into fully amortized loans or they would refinance out and go get another loan. What they didn't say and what they didn't read into the loan was that they thought in typical format of a fixed rate loan, they had a three, five or seven year loan that it just would flow right on. Right. But that's not what was actually happening. What actually was happening was you were getting a three-year loan that adjusted every year or a five-year loan that adjusted every year. And you go, well, I'm really going against it's the interest rate adjustment, right? No. What they were doing and what was actually in the documents was that you get a new loan every year with an adjusted rate based on where we're at at that point. Well, that new loan means you have to re-qualify. And now with a higher interest rate, your debt coverage ratio is terrible. And so people's loans after only one year or after the second year after interest rates went up too much or the third year after interest rates went up too much. In other words, within a 12-month period of time, where you're at, all of a sudden you couldn't qualify for that new loan when that adjustable rate mortgage adjusted. And bam. These people were up against a wall. And with that in mind, they tried to buy new caps on the adjustment. And the caps were costing them a million bucks at a shot. So if you want to say we've gone from 3% to 5.5, like right now interest rates are about 5.6, 5.7, something like that. For you to get that locked down to where it won't go any higher than that was costing them a million dollars plus. I've seen some as high as two million bucks just for the cap. Forget about the loan origination fee to get the new loan in place and whatever. Forget about what the new interest does to your payments. Forget about all the real, normal, common real estate problems. This was just a finance problem. And people were finding they were stuck. They couldn't refinance, right? Because they couldn't, they couldn't get the, uh, debt coverage ratio to, to work again, or they couldn't refinance because they couldn't afford the new cap price. So what are they forced to do? They're forced to sell. So as this guy said, you know, and by the way, he got it wrong. He said, oh, I, had, I had sympathy. No, I don't have sympathy. I have empathy. I have empathy, and I really feel bad for all the people that are going to lose money on this situation because I was screaming it at the top of my lungs. But there's only so much I could do. And he asked a very legitimate question. Why didn't you just outlaw it? You can't outlaw something that 80% of the people in this world want to do, right? And that 80% of the people have a more logical argument for 
then there is a logical argument against. And there you have it. So they ended up getting bitten. Not as much by the interest rate change, although that is very problematic. But you got bit by the new loan origination process. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsa Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Del says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, or your spouse. Need him to deliver the message? Don't worry. We podcast every broadcast. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn up your speakers for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. Need more unconventional wisdom that will set you free? Go to DellOnTheRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can't be financially free if you're psychologically imprisoned by disabling belief systems. Are you ready to break free from your disabling belief systems about money, real estate, retirement, and financial freedom? Then join us for Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Learn the belief system that thousands of people like you have used to break free from corporate America and create the lives they have always wanted. Register at lifestylesunlimitedfreeworkshop.com. What is Del Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, up to in today's market? I'm out there right now looking and buying everything I can get my hands on for a better deal. A better deal than what I could get it for a week before. And I'll just keep buying. I did that back in 2008. I bought a property worth $35,000 a door. I bought it for $26,000 a door. Next month or so, I bought the same age property and I bought it for like $19,000 a door. But by buying at 26 when they were getting killed from 35 down to 26, buying at 26, let the broker know I was a buyer in a downward spiraling market. And so from that point on, I bought three or four more. I can't remember exactly. I, mean, I think it was four more I bought from there. And the brokers were just bringing them to me. Go, look, you seem to be the only guy buying right now. Are you ready to take advantage of the wave of opportunity coming to those who know what they're doing? Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we are in the mailbag and we are still on the first email, which was a very, very good set of questions the gentleman came up with uh, about why people were willing to go into these adjustable rate mortgages and why we couldn't stop them from doing it. We've already explained that people did it because it was something that everybody was doing and there was great arguments out there intellectually for doing it. All the brokerage firms were telling people to do it. All the mortgage brokerage firms were telling everybody to do it. And there was no way, even though I screamed as loud as I could, that it was potentially dangerous and could wipe people out. I couldn't stop people from doing it, period. 
Um, and one of my members asked me, why didn't you just stop them? I don't know how I stop people from doing business. I'm not the police. There's no police here uh, telling people they can and can't do something. Uh, the white paper is something we all agree to. And if you don't agree to it, then you leave. And I've had many, many people leave. And some of the people who left, uh, you know, were good when they were here. And they left because they didn't want to listen to what I had to say anymore. And when they did, uh, they either did well or not. The bottom line is most of the people that have left here right now that are my ex uh, members that have become mentors themselves out there have lost money, have lost big amounts of money. I mean, one guy's student lost five apartment complexes up in Dallas, Texas, uh, and his student did that. Uh, another guy here, here in Houston, who's a mentor now, uh, out there all over the internet, he lost a $50 million apartment complex. It's, it's booked for foreclosure right now. Uh, $30 million loan, which means his partners will lose about $20 million because these guys won't listen. They're just out there buying and buying and buying and buying, paying way too much and financing it with the craziest financing possibilities. So here we are now in the third part of the problem. So now you've, you've realized you can't refinance the loan because the debt to income ratio won't work. You can't live with the interest rate you're in. Uh, but that's not really even the problem. Your problem is your loan is now expiring and you got to get out of that loan and you can't really qualify for another loan. So now you're backed up against selling the property. And of course, you think the property is worth a lot more because your valuation of the property when you bought it, interest rates were two and a half percent on an adjustable rate mortgage. Well, now interest rates are five and a half, five and three quarters percent. And so you've lost half the value of your apartment complex or thereabouts, some large chunk. I know one group of people that had a property that they had sold. They had an offer to buy it for 50 million bucks. And they said, no, we want 51 or 52 or something like that. And the buyer just goes, that's just no, it's too much. And so they walked away. And now that loan uh, their loan has put them up against the wall and they have to sell. And they're going to sell for much, much less than that, maybe $10 million less than what they uh, originally had sold it for. And they can't imagine that. But what they're not imagining is the guy on the other end of the deal who has to buy it and buy it with a five and three quarters percent interest rate. And uh, they're not seeing that. And, you know, their property taxes will go up because the price is higher. Uh, their insurance will go up because right now in the Gulf Coast area, the insurances are higher. Um, and the sellers just don't want to admit any of that. They just say, no, I don't want to admit that. It's worth a lot more. I know it is because somebody offered it to me. You know, hey, people are going to sell for a lot less than what they paid for these properties in many cases. Now, some of them, luckily enough, they bought it so cheap that selling, they still will be above water. They won't lose money. And that's happening. And the smart people, when my executive vice president, Lynn Murrow, sent out an email to everybody, said, look, it's time to get rid of your dogs right now. If you've got something that's got a problem, you better get rid of it. This was a year ago. A lot of people got, got it done. When the prices were at the very peak, they got out of those deals, and boy, are they happy right now. The other people who wouldn't heed you know, that suggestion and or who were buying right at that point at the highest peak moment with the most abusive 
interest rate structures, those people are going to eat it now. So that's just the way it is, folks. And I have empathy for these people, but I don't have any sympathy because I'm not crying tears for people that won't listen to what I tell them to do. There's nothing more I can do. No, I can't break their arm. No, I can't uh, ruin their business on them. And basically, that's the other part is they say, well, why don't you just stop them from doing it? You can't. There's a thing called restraint of trade. You can't just stop business from happening. That's against the law. You have to let people do the business they want to do. Remember, I don't own any of these deals these people are buying. I'm just an education and mentoring program. I'm telling them what I'm doing, and I'm buying a lot of stuff right now. In fact, I'm closing on a deal tomorrow. I got two letters of intent accepted yesterday, and I got one offer in yesterday that uh, has gone to um, the final offers. So it may be that I'm buying four properties in the next 60 days, guys. You know, you go, well, Dell, how can you buy all these? Because the prices have come down by 5 or $10 million. You understand? These deals make a whole lot more sense when they're $10 million cheaper than they were a month ago or six months ago. And I'm the guy that's going to get in there and buy it. And there's still the possibility the interest rates are going to go up higher. The Fed looks like they may raise them higher, which means the prices are going to go lower. He said, well, Dell, why don't you wait till the prices rock bottom? Because these people are going to get wiped out. The deals are going to be there and they're going to be gone. And when you get to the rock bottom of all rock bottoms, there might be all of a sudden a thousand people that see the world the same way I do. Whereas right now, I'm the only guy that sees it this way. I'm the only guy out there buying again. This happened in 2008, too. I was the only guy out there buying. When every when the market is going up, right, everybody's buying. They say it when the harbor's full, all boats float. But when the harbor goes down, you find dead bodies at the bottom of the harbor, and there's lots of dead bodies at the bottom of the harbor and lots of boats that go crashing on the rocks. That's just the way the world works. I wish it doesn't or didn't or hasn't or wouldn't. But, you know, I can have empathy, but I don't have any sympathy. Because, listen, I'm on the radio telling you how to do business for free. I'm broadcasting my business model. I'm telling you what I'm doing. I'm buying four deals right now. Why aren't you out there buying right now? Because, well, Dell, I'm worried about like the guy who said that he got into those deals and they're all upside down and silly. Yeah. If you're upside down and silly, you're probably not buying right now. But what if you're not in one of these upside down and silly deals? And by the way, they're only about 5% of all the deals out there. They're not. People go, isn't everybody in this problem? No, that's the other lie they're telling you. Everybody is not in this problem. Only about 5% or less of the deals that I know of have these problems. And of those 5%, Only 1% or 2% are really going to lose anything. The rest of them have figured out how to work their way through it, how to um, have enough cash flow to survive, and they will get through it. And when the other side of it comes, they will refinance out of these ridiculous loans um, and get back to normal. Because what's happening right now is real estate is returning to the norm. 6% interest rates is the norm. That's where the marketplace really has been forever. This low interest rate stuff is just craziness that was created that overinflated our entire economy. That's why there's massive inflation. That's why we have all the problems we have, not to mention COVID, but aside from COVID, 
This was all orchestrated through low interest rates. You eliminate the low interest rates long enough, the world will come back to normal, and then people will start evaluating apartment complex deals on their income again, and not on their potential for the cap rate to change. That's what they're doing right, have been doing for the last year or two. They're not making any money on cash flow. They're speculating. They're buying because they think the prices are going to continue to go up. And for fees, syndicators make their money on fees. They don't make their money on cash flow. With the prices coming back down again, I can see myself making money on cash flow. That's why I'm excited again. I buy apartment complexes for cash flow. I buy commercial real estate for cash flow. Everything I do, rule one, don't lose money. So I don't do the stupid stuff. Rule two, there's got to be cash flow. And these people don't care about cash flow, but I do. And rule three, you can't get rich slow. What do I mean by that? What happens when the interest rates do adjust back down to normal and all this stuff goes away? Boom. All of a sudden, the values go right back up. And all these properties I'm buying 5 and $10 million below market will be worth 5 or $10 million more. And I will make massive millions of dollars and people will want to know why and how I did it. And I'm telling you before I even do it. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Curious about today's teaching? Want to know more? Attend a free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. More life-changing principles in moments when the Dell Wamsley Radio Show continues. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, members' stories, featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. The other thing I think people hear landlord or property owner, and they think of Donald Trump and other multi-billionaires that own real estate. And that's not who the vast majority of owners across the nation are. The typical owner of a rental property owns just a couple properties, and they're people just like me and you. You can own single-family houses and apartments, too. We'll show you how. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Join our national network of rental owners. Lifestyles Unlimited members share their stories and strategies for success at case study events. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still we just like, we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done to to be able to find the properties how do we find the properties how do you find the time and god answered our prayers and he got downsized from his corporate job but they didn't buy just one house right no they did not you rehabbing house number nine right now nine wow so every month the cash flow is thirty two hundred dollars Okay, the equity of all the houses is up to 280000 Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in-person and online dates at lucasestudy.com. That's lucasestudy.com. 
Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Got a question? Call 855-497-4DELL. That's 855-497-4335. Or email Dell at askdell at luinc.com. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're in the mailbag. And the next email I'm going to share with you, uh, he's got a crazy story attached to it, so you might want to listen to this just for giving yourself a little humor, a little comedy for the day. Um, the email says, Del, what are your thoughts on buying in areas of early gentrification? Just uh, get in early, question mark, or wait for the properties to take, uh, wait for more properties to take the risk before you take the plunge? Well, just to answer your question straight up, uh, I'm a second guy in the door type of guy. I'm never like to be the first guy into anything. You think, well, the first guy is the, the guy that's going to uh, make the biggest gains. Now, the first guy is the guy that's got to fight the hardest battle. And when you talk about going into an area that's changing, a changing conditioned market, um, the first guys have got to go in there and really spend a lot of money and a lot of effort to turn something around. You can put something you can buy cheap but it's going to cost you a lot in operational costs to try to maintain a facility when you're in a neighborhood where everybody in the neighborhood is a purple Martian. And being able to fix that is impossible because the only people you can rent to are purple Martians. Now, think about that for a second. Everybody in that neighborhood, living in that neighborhood, is of the same genre. And if you're in an area that is being changed over from a poorer neighborhood to a more affluent neighborhood, and you go in there and you stick an affluent building in there and you expect affluent rents, you're, first of all, not going to find anybody can afford the affluent rents. And number two, you're not going to find somebody who's willing to move from an affluent area into this area. Because why take the risk? Why, why go live when you're the only building, the only apartment complex in an area why go live in the middle of a slum? Because uh, maybe you can get a little bit cheaper rent. I don't see anybody doing it. Uh, so what generally happens is, is it doesn't work. Now, if you can get a guy that will fight through that and maybe he pulls the rents up from $700 a month to $800 a month and then the next guy goes in and builds one right next to him, pulls the rents from 800 to 900 and the next guy goes in and pulls them from 900 to 1000 and now you can go in and you can get your 1000 to $1,500 a month rents on your Class A properties. You can start putting better properties in there. That's fine. But, man, that first guy, he's not going to do it. You can spend a ton of money to renovate something in there, and it just won't work. Now, I have to say this, and I'm going to share this story with you guys, because the word regentrification is an interesting word. I got in a lot of trouble one time. I was uh, lobbying up in Washington, D.C., and I went into uh, – one of the congressmen from Houston, Texas here, uh, his name is Al Green. And Al Green used to be a judge here. So I went in front of Al Green as a judge many, many times with evictions, maybe a hundred times over the life of my time here, maybe 50. I don't know, maybe a hundred's exaggeration. Maybe it's a hundred people, but only 50 times, I, two or three people at the same time. But I, I knew the guy, you know, and I knew who he was. But I felt like I could go in and lobby with him. And I, I, I went into his office and I said, you know, Judge Green or whatever I called him, uh, we're doing a great job regentrifying these neighborhoods in your district and turning them around, making them nice. And you would have thought 
that I'd spat in his wife's and mother's face. I'm telling you, this guy, I've never seen anything like this. This guy went ballistic. And I'm telling you, it's a true story. I had multiple people with me that witnessed this happen. And I go, what's wrong? (laughs) He goes, do you know what the word gentrification means to a black man? I said, no, I don't. He says, gentrification means you're moving us out of our neighborhoods. So, you know, I never really thought about it that way, but this, he was really irritated by this. And so think about what he's saying. He is saying we're going into their neighborhoods and renovating everything to where the rents are so high that his voters, his constituency can't afford to live there anymore. Interesting argument, isn't it? And so whereas everybody seems to think that gentrification is a good thing, the point he's making is it's not for his people. Well, there is a balance between the two guys, and that is to go into those neighborhoods and create the best product at the best price. So in other words, there's all kinds of really terrible living conditions in these bad neighborhoods. What I've always done in the past is not try to go in there and put a class A in the middle of it and change it. I've just gone in and taken class D's and turned them into class C's and made them clean and functional. And the prices although higher than what they were when they were garbage dumps, very fair prices. Best product, best price was my motto and has been my motto for 33 years. And so Al Green and I got along after that as far as after he come back down and I explained to him that I wasn't trying to push his people out. Um, but it wasn't a very productive meeting, to say the least. And I learned something going there. So remember, when you go into these situations, remember there's people living there that can't afford to pay the rents that you're going to expect them to pay uh, because you remodeled the property. And in that case, you got to deal with those people. Last email of the day here. It says, "My first off, my wife and I are members. I appreciate your advice um, from your podcast. I have questions. It's helping us with my wife and I recently sat down with our attorney that specializes in wills and trust. She recommended we put both of our single-family properties that we have as investments under an LLC. Her reasoning was that under the LLC, they would be protected from any lawsuits. In the past, while listening to you on podcasts, you and other speakers would explain that you don't use LLCs for single-family houses. Can you help us understand? Well, my friends, I uh, hope I have enough time left in this segment, but the bottom line is, We don't put houses into LLCs because you can't get Fannie Mae loans that way. We want to get the best loan possible for our rental properties, and Fannie Mae has the best loan possible, and they won't lend to an LLC. So that was the reason we didn't do it. The secondary reason, though, which is even as complicated, way more complicated than that, is the fact that you get sued and you own an LLC that owns real estate, they'll just take the LLC. Forget about the real estate. You own the LLC, they'll sue you and get the LLC. They got the real estate anyway, so what's the difference? Have a great day, and remember always, we're not doing this for a little money. We're doing it for a wonderful lifestyle. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. 
Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.